Simpson-ish. I am here with Kevin Garrity and his brand new fiance, Teddy. How you guys doing? Good, yeah, good man. Really good. Let me get the Coca Chico open. Oh, yeah, right, there's a, the sound. Need a bottle opener. <laughs> Cheers, guys. We sent um, Kevin and Teddy basically a modified passion fruit Paloma tonight. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty tasty. Like all day for this. <laughs> so it's uh, tequila, lemon, lime, fresh squeeze, of course. Uh, just a little bit of uh, passion fruit syrup, and then uh, boom, Topo Chico to carbonate it. That's delicious. <laughs> so you guys are my first guests in uh, forever. Yeah, man. Well, you've been doing the the solo ones for <clears throat> a while now, right? Yeah, we've just been so fucking busy that I haven't had time to line up guests. And I had my like yeah. little podcast studio here torn apart. This uh, this little beauty is actually in my basement, my unfinished basement. It's just like two fake drywalls, and uh, yeah, convincing enough, bro. <laughs> That's great. So, how's engaged life for you guys? Um, eleven days deep. Uh, nothing feels any different other than, uh, when she washes her hands, she takes a little bit longer drying them, you know, she's like oh, yeah. looking at that thing, but, uh, so let's see the rock. <laughs> hey now, that's awesome. Jason clock must pay pretty well. You got the Twitch money's doing okay. I'm, uh, you know, two and a half pounds lighter. I sold a kidney to afford the thing, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I only have four fingers on each hand. You yeah, know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's beautiful. So it's, it's all right. You did yeah. a good job. <laughs> you did good. So let's just start off by telling the story. I've got a lot of questions to ask, including like what it's like to work together, how you met. But you guys recently got engaged, what, 11 days ago at the DJ Collective in Scottsdale, Arizona. And I'll let you take it from there. Um, you want the engagement story? I do. The whole story. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, well, I've known for a while that I wanted to do it there. Um, it's not just the collective really, but it's just being around like DJs and stuff that I feel like they're very family. Um, and it seemed like a really cool place to celebrate. And Teddy has embraced this culture so much, but, um, in terms of the actual like proposal story. So, um, I was asked in, I guess, 2020, to speak at the collective because they were starting the new second man track or the number two track. So um, at the end of my presentation, I invited Teddy up in front of everybody and that's right where I did it. And apparently she had no idea. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the videos floated around and uh, I, I wish I could insert it here, but I can't afford the royalties. I'd have to pay Joe Bunn. So right. we're not going to do that. <laughs> But yeah, the video was cool. It looked great. Looks like it went off really well, and it was a special moment for you guys. Then it was uh, it was pretty amazing. I had no no idea like at <laughs> all. I probably I've never passed out. That probably was the first time I could have ever like fallen over. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Yeah, it not worked out perfectly. Um, we had the whole SCE team. They were capturing everything, so they just happened to. You know, when anybody catches wind of something cool going on, uh, Jan and I went into full Jan I mode. Yeah. And we like, like an hour before, it was like, Brian, we got to get the whole social media team out there. Uh, Jeff's going to put this edit together, you know, and um, we actually got our photo. I mean, th listen, I didn't plan for this at all. We got so many great perks of doing it there. <laughs> because instantly, Phil was taking photos of us. We basically got like an engagement photo shoot. 
um that thing that jsg put together was done in a matter of like, like 20 minutes like oh, yeah. 20, 30 minutes <laughs> you know and um apparently he was so excited he was in another seminar at the time when he was editing it and i guess he was just like making like excited noises like yeah that's a fucking shot right there and like <laughs> people thought he was having like a tourette's episode and yeah. you know little jeff just kind of like geeking out but the edit came out amazing um i really have to thank dj demand um for just like putting the right tools in the right people's hands bird for making you know the best shots along with phil as well as uh jsg and Jana for putting it all together it was i mean it's crazy you know now I did hear there hear there was one person upset about the engagement. Who? Did you hear did you hear this story? No. So um I was I hung out with Digital Dave on uh, Saturday, actually shadowed him at a wedding. I saw that. And and you know, of course, you know, the one day I have off out of my 64 weddings this year, I went to a wedding. But anyway, Dave told me that Nate Nelson was doing a seminar at the same time and or like a number two seminar at a different time, and like like five people went to his. But yours was packed because somehow the rumor mill had spread and people had known and everybody was sitting in. And then he was like, why the fuck did everybody go to Kevin's goddamn uh, education uh, seminar? Not mine. Uh, (laughs) They was also actually there were a bunch of people that were pissed because I didn't tell them. Um, and they're like, what the heck, fuck, man? Like, we're buddy. And Nate specifically was like, what the fuck? We're like number two buddies. We're like <laughs> regular buddies. I literally have like a LaForce hat back here, you know? And uh, it was really like no disrespect to anybody at all. I just, I was genuinely concerned that the word was going to get out. So, you know, the, the less people you tell, the less chance there is that this prize is going to get ruined. So, yeah, yeah. Loose uh, lips sink ships. Yeah, absolutely, man. But it was funny because Teddy was probably in like the fourth row. So the number two track had maybe like a dozen to 15 people just in it. You know, it's not a big group of the collective yet. Um, I think it's going to grow because I think that just the education and that type of person, you know, needs Mm -hmm. a little bit of love here and there. Um, But uh, yeah, so Nate ran a panel and then I spoke and then Mike Villa spoke right after me. So yeah, uh, Teddy's in the fourth row uh, along with a couple other people. You know, I asked everybody to scoot forward, um, but at, like probably like halfway through my my talking portion of it. So you're talking probably like quarter after um, you just see this mob of like all the incredible people behind the scenes of the collective, you know, like Cicely and Becca or Becky. um, And it's just all these girls in like these red DJC shirts and they just come strutting up. And then the whole back row is filled and then Scooter's there. And then Dave is there, you know, and then people just keep creeping from the waterworks. And all of a sudden there's like 30, 40 people there when they were originally supposed to be like a dozen, you know, it's like, I'm glad that Teddy didn't turn around. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And then of course, like I told Jason clock. um, So he had Glenn shooting FaceTime so that he could see the whole thing. Yep. Um, you know, to see the speech as well as, you know, like he was like, I just want to see him talk. Um, but then obviously like the whole point was to see the engagement at the end. Jason had actually texted me about a half hour before and told me, he's like, yo, tune in to, uh, Kevin's, um, what is it? Twitch. He's like, it's going to be live. And I was, I was sitting there, I'm waiting. I'm like, I got nothing. Bro, I'm so bummed that uh, I don't know if you remember the Hotel Adeline's Wi-Fi sucks balls. Uh, (laughs) I remember their power sucked. Yes, power situation is a total nightmare, uh, of course. <laughs> uh, but we didn't run into that problem this year because there was no rain. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was just like I, I even had my hotspot and I just like 
when it came to that moment, man, all the little things that I could have done just a little bit better, I t- kind of forgot. Bro, I even, you can see in the video, at one point I reached into my backpack and I pulled the ring out because I almost forgot to like have it on my person. Oh shit. Now, were you yeah. super nervous? Bro, oh man, this is probably like the, the biggest question. Yeah. So, and I kind of did both at the same time because I wanted to like balance the nerves a little bit. So I was super nervous, first off, just to talk. And then definitely nervous for the proposal, but because both were happening at the same time, I couldn't really pinpoint which I was nervous about, you know? And honestly, like we, I feel like the position we're in is, is like hosts, actual MC DJs. This shit happens to us all the time. You know, like you're all, yeah. I, me personally, I'm nervous for every event a me little too, bit, yeah. you know, and um, you kind of just learn to lean into it and just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And all of a sudden um i was literally like down on my knee smiling with the fucking ring case open and so smiley <laughs> so smiley like you can see I, i'm a smile i'm an emotional yeah. ass dude man ask anybody i cry a lot <laughs> now, now teddy you had no idea you're are you being serious when you said that I, I swear i had no idea so he like prepped me for this over the last couple of months so he i already knew that i was going up at the end of his talk he was like oh like are you okay if i pull you up i want to talk about how you're my second person at home and how you help me and so i already knew that was coming because everyone was like oh well didn't you know when he called you up something was happening and i was like no i already knew that was happening <laughs> nice that is so, that is a good plan yeah. Yeah, Bro, <laughs> they always like I, you know, I read a couple things or heard from a couple people like when you're getting proposed to girls always request that like they're wearing something cute, you know, that their makeup's done um, and that I don't know, there's probably like one other rule, but I forget it, you know, <laughs> but, that your nails are done. Oh, yeah, your nails are done. Nails. Right, right, your Very nails important. Are, so I literally, everybody I was everybody like, pays attention to nails. Yeah, because so, I literally told her, I was like, are you cool with doing that? I mean, I wasn't going to let take no for an answer, frankly. Um, but really I was just like, I just want you to like, you're going to be, I'm going to pull you up. So like, I don't know if you want to be in like a certain, you know, clothing or whatever, just wear whatever you want. I don't really care, but you know, they're going to be taking photos of us. So I just, I just want to warn you, man, I had to like cover a lot of bases for this. Dude, And that's great prep about being at the collective, because like, if you're doing that somewhere else, like in the middle of Harrisburg, like going out to a dinner, like, you know, you, you're not going to have that luxury of saying like, hey, is that what you're going to wear tonight? Yeah, that, that'd be a bad night. Exactly. Like I wanted her to feel casual, um, you know, but I literally bought that entire outfit with like me personally in mind. Like, yeah, I'm proposing this shit. So <laughs> I got the, the Air Force Ones on in it and like oh, yeah. brand new jeans, new shirt, new jacket, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you probably up, would, have, would you have done that like, if you were just speaking like? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Honest, yeah. <laughs> and I get it. No, I, I get Thinking it. In front man. of DJs, man, you gotta wear Jordans, right? <laughs> look, look good, feel good, man. Look good, feel good, play good, man. Yeah. So I want to talk. I want to shift to like talk about how you guys met. Like, so you guys both work for Clock. Teddy, how did you get started with Clock? Um. So, I applied for the position. We're just gonna take it back here. Oh, so, um. Yeah. My ex that I was with at the time, actually his stepmom posted that clock was hiring because she was trying to get her younger son to find a job. And I happened to see it and I was like, wow, like 
that's something I would really be interested in. Uh, my dad is a sound engineer. My mom was always into music my whole life. She's been in bands and dabbled in DJing and some things. Um, and I was like, well, like that's something that I'd be really interested in. So I applied for it. Um, was in a really bad relationship at the time. Um, so I applied there two years ago, I guess. Um, and was going through some things, um, was there for about like six months. Um, I worked my first wedding with Kevin. Like when I first started, we, you know, I had associated and talked at weddings and stuff. Um, I actually thought that he really disliked me because, <laughs> you know, he's just, he's sarcastic. And I was like, okay, like this guy's whatever. <laughs> he's a DJ. <laughs> and um, one day and like, August after I was there for a few months he just decided to randomly message me and was like I want to hang out with you and I was like at the end of my other relationship and things were you know going smooth for me I was figuring myself out I was pushing myself out of my limits um working with the clock has like been very uncomfortable for me but very good for me because I'm not one to put myself in front of people or on a microphone or anything like that um and he just asked to hang out and that was it. We went out for dinner and that was all she wrote. <laughs> mm -hmm. Here we are. I was actually going to ask, that was like going to be one of my questions. Was it love at first sight or like, and, and it's like, I seem like, I feel like almost all of the married couples, like obviously we're in the marriage business. So a lot of the married couples I talked to in terms of how you met and everything like that, it was like, yeah, I met him and he seemed like a douchebag or like seemed like he had no interest in me or vice versa. And it seems to be a lot of the, a lot of times the case and that, that chemistry charm, kind man. of bonds. What's yeah. that? That's 100% my charm is that I'm a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Curiosity. Is that, guy, is that guy a, DG, a DJ or a DB? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, two in the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, well, when she first came to interview at Clock, this is like the douchiest thing that I did throughout <laughs> the entire thing, um, was Ben was doing, Ben Cavallero, who works yep. in our office, he was doing her paperwork and the copy room is right across from what was my office. And I literally like rush in and I'm like, Hey, can we keep her like super, like how fucking douchey is that? Like look, thinking of her as like a pet, but, um, she drove <laughs> Altima and I, I just like, I love Nissan. So I saw her pull up in that. It was like white and black. I said something to her. She walked past my office and she called it her stormtrooper. And I'm like a really big star Wars nerd too. Um, so there's all that. And then just like little casual conversations here and there. Um, when we took our team photo, we ended up playing cornhole together or against okay. each other, but on the same side. And uh, she was really good. But, you know, I don't know. Just, there's something I love about a girl that's good at cornhole. <laughs> yeah, got it. There it is. That's what that's she did. <laughs> that's amazing. Now, Teddy, you, as a DJ, um, you, you kind of started off like doing what, like an assistant or shadow or were you a photo booth operator? So I started um, like my first event that I worked, I was actually um, what we call like a mixer. So, you know, I assisted Kevin for reception, um, had never touched a DJ board in my entire life. Um, and he thought that I at least had one event under my belt. And I, he's like, oh, we're going to do this, this. And I was like, um, I don't know what any of this is. I've never done this before. Like I was like freaking out. My heart rate was like through the roof, um, but it actually went amazing. Um, but yeah, so I started as a mixer and then I did, I do photo booth stuff as well. Um, I prefer to just do mixing, but I help with photo booth things okay. 
and like the production I started getting into more of the production side of stuff just helping out more with like sparklers and lighting and all that kind of stuff um yeah it's been it's been very interesting and I love it and it's great that we both love it and that was his big thing um actually when we went out to dinner for the first time he said to me was I have a very different lifestyle that most people don't understand um but I grew up with that lifestyle my dad was never around on the weekends because he was yeah. always doing sound somewhere or I'm just a workaholic and I'm like well I literally work all the time so it's completely fine and we went months without even seeing each other like we would maybe see each other once a week if we were lucky um and then COVID happened and mm. I asked to stay with him for a few weeks while it passed by <laughs> and well COVID stayed so <laughs> and her cat's moving in and I'm buying her a dresser and <laughs> It's official when like, you know, a, a guy can like, especially a guy Kevin's age, you know, your shit's just flung everywhere and you got to get organized. And yeah, that was the worst part was getting organized. It's like, damn, like that's why, you know, like when you are single, you just love it because you can just walk in, drop shit anywhere, do whatever you want. Yeah. You know, like zero uh, you know, repercussions for your actions. And then all of a sudden I'm like, damn, I really got to keep this place clean now. Like, you know, she's coming over all the time. Like, you know, she would just get there before me sometimes and just be hanging out waiting for me to get back from an event or whatever like yeah man she she rushed into my life and I was like all for it so I guess COVID kind of prepares you at least a little bit for like working together all the time big time well um I always compare COVID there's uh one episode of Seinfeld where he talks about how him and this girl are going to go on like a trip to the mountains or so like gonna Poconos, yeah. weekend, the Poconos you're going to do a weekend getaway right because it accelerates the relationship that much faster and I was like damn we are doing a fucking crash course on how to accelerate a relationship because <laughs> um, again like you know we thought it was going to be a couple weeks and I was like I'm just going to kick it and hang out and, you know, this will all blow over. All of a sudden we'll be back to wedding season. And it'll be fine. Um, and then all of a sudden it's literally like six months later or two years later. It. Yeah. And now we're two years later, you know, but um, I think that, you know, definitely just, we learned a lot about each other very quickly in that we don't give a fuck about anything. Like we literally just both sit around and like, we could just both sit around all day and we made drinking games out of fucking vampire diaries <laughs> Or, you know, like we would literally do everything together. And that was like the best part about it. Um, and then we started Twitch. And then we started the Twitch <laughs> stuff. And that was obviously a riot, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, then turning her into kind of like a D. I'm sorry, I feel like we're stealing questions from you. I can see you like ready to ask one. No, <laughs> no, you're good. And and like, I, in fact, keep on going because I, I do have a question, but I keep on going. Okay, cool. Don't forget. All right. So um, <laughs> we actually, I started... She's obviously showed interest in DJing a little bit. Um, and she started off on like a little DJ to go to, mm -hmm. you know, just a little pocket controller um, with just like headphones plugged in. And then she started playing on a speaker while I would be sitting there just like gaming with my buddies. Um, or like, I remember one time specifically I was showering and I could hear her and she like beat matched perfectly. And her phrasing was like absolutely flawless. And I screamed in the shower. I was like, you fucking got it. Like, it's, <laughs> this is so exciting for me. Yeah. Because uh, I, I trained the DJs at Clock, you know, and turned them into actual wedding hosts. So um, to see her do that, and then obviously to see what she's become now, where she's at the point where she doesn't even want to DJ on anything other than the Rain 12s 
or nice. even, you know, spitting on my reloops with phase. So, um, yeah. It's just, yeah, she, she learned very fast and it was awesome to watch that growth. And then her now being a Twitch affiliated DJ, you know, so the two of us were on raid trains together and, you know, she got, you know, I mean, I know everybody talks about how easy it is for female DJs, but she, she made it super easy for herself because she's just a friendly person, you know? I I feel like, that's 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 like a misnomer like it's easy for female djs because a lot of times it's other djs booking djs yes yeah. so i feel like i'm harder on female djs um you know i feel like maybe if a dj is trying to get laid or something and like they're hiring a female dj maybe it's easier on female female djs not trying to get canceled here or anything like that right. but at the same time if you're like booking somebody like based on talent like dude it, like i'm probably tougher on them which is not fair yeah. Yeah. And the one thing that I always thought about, you know, everybody was like, oh, all a female DJ has to do is, you know, wear a low cut shirt and they get all the views in the world. It's like, so imagine for once in your life, you know, you waspy freaking dude, you know, you white <laughs> yeah. guy, dude, that yeah. you're for once in your life, you have a ceiling to b- break through like that encourages me so much, you know, and, and that's one thing that I loved about it. It was like, Oh my God, for one, Teddy's DJing. So like the, our DJ setup is literally like right on the other side of these screens. So I would sit here and I would get to do like the behind the scenes stuff for it. You know, I'd change scenes for her to make like different backgrounds, you know, change the green screening stuff that we had. Um, and it, that was really cool for me to, you know, for once not have to be that guy to kind of yeah, get man. to be the production guy. Yeah. Or um, or you would see both of us up there sometimes and she's DJing. And again, she's not big on being on the microphone. I'm really surprised that she even said yes to do this. But again, we're working on making her as uncomfortable as possible 24 um, seven. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, then I would just do like the mic work and then she'd keep DJing. And she'd be like, no, just stay there. Just keep talking. You know, just keep talking to the chat. Hell yeah. Now, yeah. I, I, that's actually one thing I really love about Jason Clock is like he does push people's boundaries and in, in a positive way. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he'll 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 grow you as a person for sure, for sure, man. Yeah. I used to never answer emails at all, like really? just not at all. And just somebody would send I, an email and like you just like what what the fuck ever. Yeah, yeah, and and you know when you send him an email and he treats email like text messaging, or you know probably faster than text messaging these days. You know, yeah, like he's he's just a he's a super disciplined guy, and he's made me a lot more disciplined and. You know, at, at the end of the day, we need to be so much more than just like DJs. My favorite yeah. thing about Jason is office. Uh, he's got like his desk, his Mac, uh, iMac or whatever. And above his like desk, he's got a 60 inch TV with like fucking financial charts and shit. It's like, it's pretty crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Actually, this office used to face the other way. But where is it? Shit. There's a 55 inch TV literally right above my desk too. Like, <laughs> now is that for Twitch or are you looking at fucking spreadsheets with like your? Uh, no, I don't look at spreadsheets, bro. I don't do numbers. Like, fuck that. Um, <laughs> it was we, originally for Twitch. It was originally like our tr- Twitch monitor for like the chat and for watching the screen and everything. Now it actually hasn't been turned on in like six months no. because I've rearranged this office so many times. Same. You know? Yeah, dude. Uh, my house has been rearranged so many times since the pandemic. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's yeah. a fun, fun little thing we do. We all got ADHD and way too much time on our hands. So, you know, <laughs> like just rearrange shit. Yep. Uh, so I want to talk. I, I, Kev, you've got one of my favorite DJ names, but I want to really? ask Teddy. Teddy, do you have a DJ name? Um. So when we started with 
every well when I started DJing um we were kind of like what do I do here um and everybody used to always just come in in and say you know hi teddy bear and eventually we were just like we're just gonna DJ hi teddy bear that's just what we're going with um Kev made me a logo um I'm actually like super excited because we obviously haven't been able to do anything on Twitch um in the last couple months so we're like ready for December so we can start streaming again because we just had so much fun. Um, it was just such a great experience to meet everybody. Um, and then that was the greatest part for me at the collective. So all of these people that I've met over just Twitch, over just watching Kevin, just talking in the chat, helping him, and then people started watching me, um, getting to go to the collective and meet everybody in real life was like the best experience of my it was just like my whole life honestly was one of the best experiences I've ever had just some of the people that I looked up to DJ Pre in Canada she's one of the reasons I even started DJing um thank you Kevin (laughs) she's one of the reasons I started DJing I got to meet her um just meeting Scooter someone that I get to use as edits and Digital Dave and it was just it was so amazing I was like hanging out with Joe Bunn Kevin fell asleep one night super early. I'm at the club with Scooter, Bun, Jani. Like, it was just, it was the greatest time. <laughs> Got to watch out being recently engaged. Joe Bun's pretty dreamy. He's definitely <laughs> yeah, like the is. Matthew McConaughey of the DJ world. I mean, he sounds just like him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know him. He's slick as hell, man. He's pretty slick. Like, that guy he's knows what he's slick. doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Kev, where do you get your DJ name? Uh, so um that's actually a pretty decent story i don't know if i have it here um there is there's a photo that i actually included in my talk um it was from me we went to Hands one night and we got the you know they got those amazing lits there, like the real tall boys and we were drinking a bunch of those and when i ordered my first one the um the waitress like brought a coaster and threw it down and threw mine on top and on the coaster it says Hi, I'm Kevin. I'll be your coaster this evening. So I was like, this is sick. And she ended up giving me like two big sleeves of it. And actually the coaster looks exactly like my logo does, like almost the same exact type font. So that's originally where the design for it came from. But also um, I'm a big SpongeBob fan too. If Teddy, if you scoot your head one way or the other, there's like two SpongeBobs that are literally sitting right there. (laughs) Um, There's an episode where spongebob meets his idol like the best jellyfisher in the world his name is kevin and there's a sound clip that i have on my board that's spongebob going hi kevin so like all the stars aligned for me in that and uh yes it's pretty much all that's it that's the origin story dude that is sick i love that like and pretty cool man you know and so like you've got that spongebob drop just ready to go do you keep it in your like serato sampler like Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's actually saved on my desktop so that even if all the other samples like, you know, if my thumb drive gets disconnected, at least I'll always have that. And I can just. Mash <laughs> it again. Yeah, yeah, I think that's needed at that time. Yeah. yeah. And yes. I love the fact that Teddy's name is Hi, Teddy Bear. So you've got that like, hello. Yeah. Well, it's, well yeah. it's at first I was like, I don't want to take your take your high. And he was like, no, nope. <laughs> Like I got no rights over the word high. But you guys, you guys are you guys are soon to be married. Like that's like you know what's yours is his, and what's the high family. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, the high family. No, I do get that a lot because everybody will be like, "So is it like high, high, or is it like hello?" And I'm like, "Why can't it be both?" 
<laughs> I mean, there is a DJ from uh, Kansas City. I know his name is DJ High Noon. He's dope as hell and, and a gr- great guy. But uh, he, his name is High Noon because he's high before noon every day. That's, that's great. <laughs> that's, that's how he came up with his DJ name. I applaud that. Yeah. So I want to talk official. Like we, we're all burnt out this year. We all worked a shitload. Do you guys know your wedding counts for the year? Well, like how many weddings have you worked in 2020? 2021, pardon me. Oh, no idea, man. Actually, um, behind me is like this. I, I did plan and I did a really good job, apparently only through August of marking yes. every event I did. Yeah. And then September hit and you can see there's just nothing left. Fucking like, shit show. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was a shit show, man. You know, um, it felt like the busiest year, no doubt. Um, I mean, I was definitely north of 50 for me. Um, probably way north of that, but I don't even want to know the number yet. <laughs> um but I don't know if it was because it was actually the busiest year that I've ever had, or if it's because coming off of the least busy year that I've ever had, that it felt that way. I know? think it was both. So for me, it was like last year was the least busy, which yeah. I, actually, I actually stayed pretty busy just because, you know, as a business, um, I picked up a lot of like the solo wedding weekend. So I did the weddings like on the wedding where there was only one wedding a weekend. I did it. Yeah. Um, but this year, so I did 64 or I will have done 64 by the end of the year. And then I hear Nick Spinelli like 115 and oh, fuck Nick. big, big daddy, <laughs> big fucking daddy did 90 weddings. Dude, big daddy. It, I don't understand that, man. He does 45 minute weddings or something like that. He's bullshitting us somehow. <laughs> he's just getting the numbers and he's not doing like the actual. He's like, I checked in on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I walked in. I walked out. No, I love him, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's, he's dude. He's like, he's one of my favorite people in the world, but yeah, Absolutely. dude. Like, but like, so I like, I felt like 64. I like burnt the fuck out of myself, but you know, and I hear these other guys. I'm like, I, I guess not. I, I have still have work to do. Yeah. There's, there's different um, levels of involvement that I think we all have, especially you being like a business owner at the same time, you know? Um, Cause I think that a lot of business owners after this past year took a little bit more of a backseat as far as like the performance side of things. And definitely, cause I know Jason's been doing that, you know, cause he's dad of the fucking century, right? Dude. Now. Yeah. 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 And then um, also like, you know, uh, you know, trying to court, you know, his, his, girl, his yeah, girl and stuff too. Yeah. 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 It's just everything that's, that's involved in, in what he's been doing lately. He's, he's got plenty on his plate and I was more than happy to pick up as many events as I could, you know? So like I was having three, I think I had a three wedding weekend in almost every single month, um, except for, I won't have one in December. Yeah. Um, no, you know, like a, I, you know, he just tried to book me for like a second two wedding weekend in December. And I was like, number one, uh, I know the couple the night before, and I really don't want to be a hungover DJ. I don't care if it's like an 11 to five, you know, brunch wedding on a Sunday. Um, but number two, bro, my, my just, uh, my not commitment to the event, but my, um, my, honestly, the, the amount that I care, I'm just like, my prep isn't there anymore. My client care has dropped off a ton and, and I can feel it, you know? Um, and you're probably just looking for that two or three month break, a two and a half month break where you like, can like reset yourself. It's yeah. just a reset, man. I just need a reset. Exactly. You know, and, and you feel it too. Cause I know that we talked um, and you had like a, a decent little couple week break from at least weddings um, before you dive back in December, I think you were saying, but then again, you, you went to, I had two weeks day. and I went to a wedding with Dave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did I, I messaged you so much bald. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually funny. So I actually got to Dave's wedding before Dave, cause Dave did, 
a light Saturday for Dave. He had three events in one day. Yeah, he's also a psycho. Dude, he is. He's his work well, ethic is fucking. And then nuts. you guys went out to Cabo afterward, right? We didn't go out to Cabo, Dave. Right. He, Dave, he so let me let me recap Dave's day. Dave Please, had I'm a gonna, pit. Uh, hell yeah, man. Yeah, Dave had a uh, Pit Panthers game at like when well, I got only knows noon or whatever. Uh, he's he's their official DJ for basketball. He had somebody else set up this wedding. He showed up like literally five minutes before grand entrance, like he's rolling into a club, like and uh, you know just just started doing his thing. And then, like we packed up from the wedding, um, and loaded up his car. We rolled to Cabo. He got changed in his car, which I've never seen a human being do before. Like literally, pants and everything like that, rolling through Pittsburgh city traffic, throwing on his driving. Yeah, while he was driving, yeah, it was yeah. yeah. I, I I got a free show there. And, but, um, what, what the fuck was I going to, I don't, I, yeah. So I got those to Dave's wedding before him, like before everything started and the groom walked up to me, he's like, Hey Dave, how's it going, man? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so yeah. Well, it, it, so what did you do? Did you fake it? And you were like, Hey, no, <laughs> no, no. Cause he would have found out. Cause I was just hanging out right. that night. So I was yeah. like, no, I'm Alex. I'm Dave's assistant. He's like, okay, interesting. You guys look a lot alike. See, that's not fair though, because just because you're both white and bald doesn't mean you're the same person. No, oh, people are baldest. Know? We don't need to get into the, the... <laughs> baldest. <laughs> My little four-year-old told me the other day, and you know, obviously she didn't really mean it, at least I hope not. She was like, I don't like you because you don't have hair. I love mommy because mommy has hair. Oh I'm like Googling price of hair plugs. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> well, dude, every time that I um, I've been on, I think I've been interviewed a couple of times on podcasts. None of them have been posted, so I just my fingers crossed that you actually post this one, dude. <laughs> dude I know you will. People but, you are know, interview and then they don't post it, bro. Hang on a second. I gotta dive into this first. Hang on. I gotta put a pin in what I was originally gonna talk about so that I just don't forget. But yeah. so I did this one podcast with this girl that um, Chris Cruz, uh, radio DJ, turning into an excellent wedding DJ, um, hooked me up with. And her podcast was all about how um, you quit your job in order to pursue your passions. And so Chris Cruz heard my story one time. And he's like, this guy's perfect for you. So we record the podcast this one time. Right. And she didn't hit record. So I was like, that's fine. We now know each other, so the conversation is going to be even better. The second time we record it is absolutely fire, like pure dynamite. And she forgot to hit record. So two we times do it, in a row? Two times in a row, Nepo. So we record a third time, and I haven't heard from her in over a year. She abandoned the podcast. <laughs> like, nothing else has been posted. And I just, like... I just don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I'm so fucking annoyed that people do all this shit and don't have the balls to at least be like, hey, Kev, you suck as an interview or something like that. You know, hey, I forgot to hit record three times in a row. I'm just going to quit. So you just quit. I think, yeah, I think she just quit. <laughs> I don't know what it was like. She hasn't I, posted anything. She hasn't posted anything like she started following me on Twitter since then. And I was like, yeah, you're going to follow me just so that when this thing goes live. I'm going to post, I've been recorded many times, but here it is. Finally, my podcast premiere. 
so wow i, I feel so, so so special yeah man now, well this is you know I'm, I'm glad that i've uh i've definitely practiced have there been any others like what other podcasts have you done that they just haven't put up um nothing else like that i just really i i the amount of times that she didn't post me kind of feels like it triplicates it multiple times yeah just fucking and, I, and like she seems like a nice girl i just i don't fucking <laughs> like her now like i don't know like i now has she, does she really have a podcast are there other episodes or is it just there were other episodes okay yeah and i listened to them because when i go on anything i always do my own research um dj kid av oh hey <laughs> is that research or did like somebody at clock tell you that no i i, I go back and i check out every, your all of your social stuff i went back as far as i could in your photos and i saw oh, you man. with like you, you used to rock bandanas a lot and you had like really nice spiky hair sticking out the top. And you had, that was, that was when I was Pauly D for Halloween 12 yeah. years ago. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. In my, in my Ed Hardy shirt. That was not real hair, but thank you. I, oh, okay. okay. I wasn't sure. I didn't know. how Because like, it was weird because, you know, you, it just like appeared there and then it disappeared as I went further back. But yeah, I think I went back all the way like 2011. You'd have to go back to like, I think maybe, maybe I had hair in like MySpace. It was like... <laughs> 2004 i think i ditched my like i ditched my hair i got like a haircut where i looked like jim carrey from me myself and irene and i was like yo what the fuck this person do to my hair and i was like and i was like okay i was already losing it so i just stuck with that good for you to own it man i mean and then just in our world i realized that there are a a couple you know hairless djs i guess we'll say hairless um like you were the first one i knew so you know it's it's definitely like you're the iconic guy for you know you and that damn jean jacket man <laughs> i love that thing so easy man you can fucking wear sweatpants and like a jean i'm wearing a t-shirt that says the shits by the way oh my god dude <laughs> the shits man i have uh i've actually worn it before i used to wear it to production setups it's uh it's like a dunkin donuts shirt but it oh says, yeah but it says suck on these nuts instead <laughs> Yeah, Jason was really happy when I was tearing down like a huge corporate client with a shirt that says suck on these nuts. I feel like production assistants can get away with just about anything. Yeah, I mean, really, who cares? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, they're they're doing whether it's they could do blow at the event. They could dress like complete shit. But as long as you like roll your cables right and don't have any kind of client interaction, you're fine. Right, exactly. Yeah, there's certain people that you just kind of tell them like, "Hey, just keep your mouth shut and don't look anybody in the yeah. eye. Yeah. Certainly, don't open your mouth. Like, just leave it alone. You know." <laughs> yeah, man, I've seen some some interesting characters doing production. So, dude, yeah, the yeah. bar is set low, even in the DJ world. Yeah, especially yeah. in the DJ world, which is like, I'm not to like. I mean, Clock is great, and he delivers above and beyond. Like, and that same thing with Mint. But it's because of like the bottom feeders and because of like, I, I feel like we do well no matter what, but there's definitely a lot of bottom feeders and people that are like way below expectations that make us shine like even more so. Absolutely, man. You know, I mean, you, you just kind of follow a very simple formula of being professional and responding to people and, you know, giving it your all really. Yeah. You and responding really to emails, just- Kev. Yeah. I Listen, now I'm fucking bulletproof, man. I think I have like six. Hang on, actually, let's count them. Let's count them just so that Jason knows. Um, let's, let's do ours. I'll do mine too. One, two, three, four. This isn't fair though because I saved some things like in my main inbox. 
So just from so from Sunday, I have one. This this one doesn't count. Hang on a second. That doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sort through. I have five emails that I just kind of have sitting there right now. I've got eleven. Are you an inbox zero guy? Uh, normally, yeah. Ever since it's been like ever since I left um, the sales side of things at Clock, it's been more like I I leave like five or six things that are just still flagged. Yeah, it's inbox. like a to do list, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just a to-do list. So Things right now, you need to take action on. Yeah. Like right now I have an email from uh, Cooper Brown, who I met at the collective, who um, who wanted to know about like the training program that we do at Clock Entertainment. You know, so like that's one that I just want to send to him. And then I do this network. I have three emails from this networking group that I'm in. Um, and then I have like one lead that uh, their wedding is not until September 30th of 2023 nice. that I'm going to get back to. But they met me and I just got to, where, where the hell is Watson Town? Do you know where Watson Town is? No. Yeah, me neither. Because they're literally like, my ceremony and reception will be in Watson Town. How far are you able to travel? Which always means that, oh God, I'm going to, you know. Probably Dude, I'll travel there. anywhere in the fucking world if you pay me, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, we, um, we were just in Delaware on Saturday. Oh, it was yeah. like a three hour trip. I mean, it was a great, amazing venue it was like a true barn um but uh yeah i mean that was a three-hour trip we uh oh yeah watson town is almost two hours away um but yeah the, the ride back we got back like what one almost two o'clock in the morning you know that's another thing too if you guys are doing that shit together like you guys have each other to keep company in the car like although like you know i would have just gotten a hotel room if there's even hotels like Right. This guy likes to drive. He okay. always wants to come home, no matter what. I'm yeah. always like, we can stay. We can stay. Nope. Okay. Now, now Teddy, are you falling asleep in the car? Uh, so it depends. Sometimes, um, usually by the last like 45 minutes, I'm like nodding off. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. You know? Yeah. Just the eyes closed. Now, now do you do, do that thing where you like fall asleep and you're like up, up like? Yes. I'm not falling asleep. <laughs> not me. Nope. nope. And I'm like, Teddy, I'm literally watching your head, your neck break every like 30 seconds, like just lean back and chill. That's what's like. I feel like that's a definitely like a cultural thing. Like that's kind of fucked up, like about our culture where like we can't just admit that we're tired. Like it, like people have such a hard time admitting like, hey, I'm I'm kind of beat up. Yep. I'm tired. I want to go to bed. Not me, bro. But then no? we came home. <laughs> we came home and watched squid games oh. until we were up until five o'clock in the morning i was like what are we doing now was that because you guys had an energy drink or something on the way home and you guys just cracked out i, did. Did. I yeah. did i just took you know a 10 second nod off and apparently had all the energy in the world yeah you know how it is when you fall asleep for just like a little bit then you're yeah. just like, like man now i can't fall asleep well wait you guys are married and have kids and like that kid sleeps for like it's like six o'clock and that kid takes a 20 minute nap yeah. Yeah, yeah. No kids, first off. <laughs> hey, I, dude, I was 39 when I had my first fucking kid, by the way, and I always said no kids. Really? Right. See, that that I'm cool with. My first and only kid, by, by the way. That, yes. But see, my thing is with, with kids is that, like, I feel like I'll never be good enough to be a dad, yeah. you know? Like, I see my sister is an excellent mother through and through. But sometimes even, and, and my brother-in-law is an amazing father, and they're about to have their fourth kid. Um, like they are so good at everything they do. And I just know that sometimes they feel the struggles and the tribulations of being a parent. And I'm like, man, then what the fuck am I going to do? Cause I can't even remember to, you know, change the cat's water. Dude, like, it just happens. Like when you have a kid, like the kid's going to love you no matter what, especially if you're giving the child attention, 
Yeah. And it's just, dude, you're just, you're just going to be a good parent because like, I don't know, because you're forced to, Yeah. if that happens. And if it doesn't happen, cool. I mean, my, I'll just tell you, my girl was on birth control. I didn't wear condoms because that's right. 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 Yeah. You no. know. Bro, I'll wear a condom on my head before I wear one on that ever again. Like straight <laughs> <Right>? up. <laughs> nope. She got a thing on it now. We're good. <laughs> Fuck safety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens now. Yeah. 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 yeah, we, yeah. yeah exactly. But yeah. Accidents happen, man. So. Yeah, man. Oh, that's cool though i mean you, you got a you got a beautiful little family man you know dude yeah it's it's cool yeah it's uh yeah no complaints yeah. no complaints yeah, exactly. except except i will have one complaint it's a dj complaint okay so when we're out late night late djing like saturday night at a wedding or a club or whatever mm-hmm. and my kid goes to bed before me right. like with that when i'm not home six o'clock you hear the little stomps coming over the room like I, I could sleep through anything, but you hear dump, 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 and like the chick, the kid's face is right there, right there, right there. Daddy, let me tell you about what you missed out on. Every story. Doesn't matter what. She dropped a raisin on the floor. I dropped a raisin on the floor. Mommy wasn't mad. The dog ate it. Oh man, all the stuff that everybody else thinks is cute, and you're like, it's a fucking raisin. Who <laughs> yeah. cares? Like, I'm, going, I'm going back to bed, woman. Come yeah, back yeah, in yeah. three hours. No, you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Record a podcast for me. I'll listen yeah. to it when I wake yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me about it later. She's cute, though, man. She is, man. She's good. Thank you, though. Yeah, and uh, like when I've done the basement with you, you know, you're always you'll, you 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 hang out, man, longer than I think you would, you know. <laughs> Um, and I always appreciate that, but I think the first time I was there, I was like, bro, go home. Like, what are you still doing here? Like, get the fuck out of here. I'm fine. I'll be okay. Oh, I have no, I have no doubts that you're going to be fine. I have no doubts that like anybody I hire is going to be fine. I, I dude, I love the atmosphere. I love hanging. Um, yeah, man. It was, it was, it was super cool hanging out with Dave at Cavo because that place is just fucking next level. I know, man. Well, we're Uh, actually, uh, we're talking about going out to pit at some point. And because, uh, of course, she made fast friends with ADMC. Nice. Um, so we would like to go and visit him, of course, uh, try and catch Dave at some point. Yeah, something man. With him. Um, Ryan Scooter. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, well, Scooter's more out well, here. Yeah. But, I think you know, Scooter's I mean, Delaware now, isn't he? Like just outside of Philly? I'm not really sure what the hell he's doing. I know that he was for Thanksgiving. He was just up here in Hershey and him and I have been bullshitting a lot. Um, again, like, you know, the whole fucking him being at my proposal is crazy like yeah who else can say that you know like and Dude, then fat yeah. man scoop did our like engage our proposal party you know we Dude, yeah, you, you, had that, you had a hell of a party that night yeah we uh, had the so fucking fun. greatest you know did, did scoop and, shout you guys out like uh, at the party no he didn't they uh, um yeah but he took a picture with us yeah he took a photo <laughs> with us you know just like a selfie and actually of course you see jan and i coordinating that entire thing you know, because Jani's just like he just Jani's a lovable ass dude, as as are all the guys that run the DJC of Joe Budden, yeah. honestly, so you know. Um, but it's just like the love that they throw at people, and you know, it's like I just want to be the first like DJC couple because that's literally what brought us together. You guys are. I think it's official. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be first DJC couple. Yeah, don't touch, don't touch my fucking throne, mother. Yeah. Now I, I have a great fat man scoop story. Um, and, and Kevin, like you might be too young. 
Like how old? How old are you, Kevin? I was born in 1990, so I'm 31. Okay. Yeah, you're still too young. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, Fat Man Scoop. Like, do you guys remember like the the Crooklyn Clan Big DJ AM mashup era, or at least have heard of yeah. it? So, like, I used to sell remixes under the name DJ Kid AV or Cover Band CVRBND. If you did your homework, and in that day, it was like the wild, wild west. Like, you know, you know how Sony Music can't go on any record pools now. Like, they're pulling all their stuff. It's hard to get all the Sony Music stuff. So, dude, it was like you could do anything you wanted. So, we would sell these mashups for like five bucks a piece, and I would pull up like pull like twenty five hundred dollars a month just from like selling mashups and bootlegs and remixes and stuff like that. So, pretty legit stuff. Um, so, Fat Man Scoop was you know his big claim to fame is the song "Be Faithful" by Crooklyn Clan. So these are his homeboys that like were running the site. And there's a ton of Fat Man Scoop, Scoop acapellas, acapella loops out there. So when you're trying to make a hype track, this is actually before Little John was like the hype guy that replaced Fat Man Scoop. All the DJs were using like Fat Man Scoop like loops and vocals over like these hype tracks. So Fat Man Scoop, I'm, I've been on his email like uh, marketing list for years. Fat Man Scoop was in like Aspen with his family. Aspen. So he's on this Aspen vacation and he decides to like post this video in his email blast with like the Swiss Alps behind him and everything like that. And he's talking about like how all these DJs are screwing him out of money and he can't afford anything. He's like, the DJs are using my voice over these mashups. You know, I'm the one making this track hype. I'm doing this for you. And yet you're not showing me love. I'm not making any money from this. My family is hurting. I'm like, dude, could you have picked a better spot? Like yeah. not the Swiss Alps on your vacation. Like yeah. maybe like a shack somewhere. Like maybe like a Super 8 in like Chillicuto, Ohio or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It is like you know, a, a setting for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, you know, like and maybe a gas station. He's like, like trying to swipe his cards getting declined like and because you djs yeah. motherfuckers i can't afford my gas right, yeah right. he's like in the swiss alps posting this video like yo i'm hurting bros yeah don't yo, be dapping up donald trump talking about how you're broke or something like that <laughs> right <you know>? yeah. <laughs> yeah i can't afford a steak i just got a hamburger here come on bro so actually um i like oh i love fat man scoop obviously dude yeah um, yeah but uh so i was when i met spinelli the way that i became a dj was uh because we kind of bonded because um fix your face had just come out with travis yep. barker and dj am and that intro is literally fat man scoop just screaming for two minutes yo this is fat man scoop aka big colorado, big colorado. Yep. yeah man like and so like i i've just i literally just got chills like saying that because that that mixtape is what made me want to become a dj and, you know, like being a drummer, I feel like a lot of DJs, the reason we have such great rhythm is because we were raised in like the percussion world, you know? Um, so yeah, so like literally Spinelli and I originally, when I was 17 or I just turned 18, we were like already making plans. Like, yo, one day we're going to be like the next, these guys, it'll be fucking great. We're going to make so much money. And uh, I haven't picked up drumsticks in fucking 10 years, you know, but so instead. So I, I was going to ask, have you and clock gotten together and done like a drum session or anything? No, man, I really haven't drummed. Um, we have definitely like for uh, actually the COVID Christmas party we threw in Jason's basement and him and I cut it up on his uh, on his floorboard a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that's tough because uh, 
as organized as Jason is as a business owner, his library is a fucking nightmare. Um, <laughs> but I think we can all speak to that because anytime you use another DJ's library, it's a fucking dude. Shit you can't, you can't like you have the yeah, somebody says jump on, you're jumping on somebody else's library. It's like I'm gonna do, I'm gonna pass because I'm just gonna yeah. look like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe prep like six songs for me. Like just keep me in 128 and then I'll start to, you know, that way I can find stuff and hit the prepare folder up a little bit. Um, like Teddy specifically has her own folder in my library too. That like, that's okay. just her stuff. Um, and she's organized that. Um, but obviously now she has her own laptop that she uses Serato on and everything. Yeah. And I was going to ask, I was, I wanted to ask Teddy, Teddy, have you moved on like to like, are you officially what clock? Are you a headliner? Are you doing weddings on your own now or? So again, I'm not much of a microphone person, so emceeing scares the heck out of me. Um, what's what's the clock structure like? So the MC is a lead person, and like the person actually DJing is just like a a starter. Or no, training? we're we're technically a, like a one man show with an assistant. Okay. So um, and over COVID, you know, we really had to drop back to like the one man show stuff just to yeah. limit numbers at events um and just to limit uh, well and like, staffing's a nightmare too yeah yeah and staffing was a nightmare too but just to like limit exposure to people you know um <clears throat> i actually had a number of times definitely the first wedding i did back at the end of uh all the introductions and everything you know after the parent dances i always be like all right ladies and gentlemen if you do have any questions my name's kevin that's my assistant and we'll be back in a little bit every single time verbatim Yep. So I go and I say, all right, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, if you do have any questions, please just, you know, we'll dismiss you for the buffet in a little bit. If you do have any questions, my name's Kevin. That's my, I, I'm all alone. I literally like, I just ran into my work. Oh, track. Shit. Okay. And I literally was like, and that's, uh, that's my backpack. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I'm literally, I have a, a six foot table at like a 12 degree angle. There's a bush behind me, like, and I'm DJing in somebody's backyard oh, and man. I'm embarrassed as fuck because I just introduced my invisible assistant, <laughs> you know, like it was, there, there were more, there were more t-shirts than there were like neckties. At Dude, that yeah. Way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I mean, the, I think the one thing that a lot of DJs hopefully learned over COVID is to remain humble and be very grateful for what we do have now that we're getting it all back. Shit, yeah. Demand. You know? like it's like, I feel bad, like complaining about how much I've done this year, especially like after last year of not like, you know, working yeah. very small events and not working like the hype events I'm doing now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely crazy getting back to the hype events. And I've definitely noticed that if my weddings aren't like a 10 out of 10 excitement, like I feel down and Dude, it's yeah, all because yeah, yeah. Of, it's all because of the basement though, bro, because that place is just electric. And uh, I was talking to Nick after he did it and I gave him like some pointers, um, you know, just in general for like the crowd. Obviously, Nick's going to slay no matter what. Yeah. Uh, but we were catching up on it afterward. And it was it was just funny because he, he like he had the same great things to say about it that I do, which is obviously the lighting's fucking crazy. And Penn State kids are awesome. Nick thinks that Pennsylvania is basic and he can fuck right off. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I've so dude, like I've DJed everywhere, like in, in my long storied history and the cities that I always went into thinking would be like the next level cities, like a Vegas or New York City, um, Philadelphia, things like that. Like I'm always playing more basic than I am at like the college spots because college kids are a little bit ahead. I thought Nick set was dope as fuck. Like I think he probably held himself because he like. I think he probably could have gone crazier, 
because I think he had that in his head. And like, if you have it in your head, it's true. You know, you talk yourself into it. No, the, the first time I prepped like crazy. Um, one thing I definitely didn't prep enough was uh, Latin stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was, but then, you know, like the kids just came up and they were asking for it. And if they wanted something special, you know, I downloaded on the spot. Okay. Um, but like a, you know, like one big thing, and I know that you don't like that booth, um, that you're not in love with it, but the, yeah, placement yeah, yeah. Of, the placement of it, like being kind of in the middle of everybody versus having like a giant video wall behind you or something like that. That is like, you feel immersed. Dude, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And um, it was, it was fun. Cause like the first time that I was there versus that second one, um, you know, people were like crawling in there and shit like that. Like the, the one video guy that did the lighting for me too, the long haired blonde guy, David. Yeah. 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 He's cool as hell. Yes. Um, you know, but so he was like running lighting and it, it just felt so like, man, that's, and I told you like, that's the first real club I've ever done. And you were like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and I was like, wait, you trusted me anyway? Like, that's so flattering. You Dude, know? I know you'd crush. So, like, it's number one. Number one, I know you'd crush just because you, like, care and you're going to do your homework and you're going to adapt on the fly. But I, I always feel, dude, I would hire, I would, not every wedding DJ. I would hire the select few wedding DJs I know we're going to crush over, yeah. like, you know, a bedroom DJ just because, like, you've played for people, large amounts of people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, and at the end of the day, it's you, you still follow the same basic rules of yep. reading the crowd in front of you, um, you know, vetting your requests, but trying to take them. Um, and oh, really, no, I don't even know, take them. <laughs> I don't, man. I the first night that they came up with some pretty fucking good ones. The second time around, some girl was like, yo, play Brock Ampton. And I was like, no, <laughs> Fuck no, no like <laughs> they asked for Adele. Oh. Adele. Uh, and like the before her event, new album dropped. She comes over to me and goes, do you think I'll play Adele? I was like, no. <laughs> oh, fuck her, I'll play Celine Dion before I play Adele. So I have to, I've, I've talked to a lot of DJs about this and like Dave, Digital Dave gives me credit for being like the best request taker in the world. Okay. And I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. I don't know what it is about me, my demeanor, like what I, what I do when I take a request, like whether I deflect it. Dude, I like, so... I would say 80% of the time, if I get a request, I'm not playing it, but I don't tell them that. Yeah. Um, oh, God, no. so, so we all know digital Dave, he'll like defend it. If he believes in something like he won't just say, okay. And let that other person love ride. He'll defend it like a dissertation. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's his problem. Somebody comes up and requests a bad song and he like has to explain why he's not playing it. Like, oh, I'm not going to play it. Yeah. Like, do you do that? I, <laughs> I won't I won't go into like a full, you know, like dissertation, like you say, like I'm not going to write a thesis paper <laughs> on it, but I will. What I'll do is is first I'll look puzzled and I'll, and I'll like do like a little bit of like a pretend to do like math in my head or something like that. And then I'll be like, I, you know, I I genuinely appreciate what, you, what you're asking for um, based on my prep work ahead of time, as well as what I've seen here today. I just like I straight up did this to one of my good college friends this past weekend because it was for a college buddy. He came up and requested something in like the last 45 minutes. And I was like, I know the song you're talking about. I just I don't think it's going to work here, man. And, and you know, like I, I know that you think it is. But just, you know, you, at this point, you got to trust a professional. So, um, Colin, no, I'm just no, no, you fucked up so bad right there. Nope. <laughs> I'll tell you what you do. Okay, go, go, go. I want to hear. So now tell me, you're, you're playing like a true club set. Like you're playing 90 seconds of every sure. song, right? Yep. You're fucking mashing shit over shit. Yep. And then I come up and I'm like, 
hey man i want to hear um i want to hear uh uh technotronic that is so fucking good i love it and i just pat them on the back go about their day <laughs> i never say i'm gonna you, play it you never said yes yes nope. right i love that song that's a great song yeah i mean probably technotronic pump up the jam Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. What else are you gonna play? Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know, like, um, I don't know. It's like, and uh, God, we probably got some funky requests. Um, now, I used to you, when I was single, and, yeah. and like, if a cute girl came up and requested a song that I wasn't gonna play in the club, I used to say, like, I can't play it here, but if you come home with me, I'll play it for you at my place. Damn, bro, you had them. Want to know how many times that worked? Zero. Zero out of zero. <laughs> zero. Zero out of thousands. Yeah. Out of a thousand. Yeah. Zero out of thousands. Great, dude. Yeah. But, I, you know, I, hey, maybe it creeped them out and got them to stay away. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's the uh, mission accomplished. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. The implication is that now you're the creepy DJ and then nobody wants to talk to you, which is sort of our goal. Yeah. At the end of the day. And they still come yeah. to see me. Yeah. Because they want to show all their friends the creepy DJ. Yeah. They'll bring more exactly. people. And then, I've got a following now. Yeah, yeah, a following just to see if you still tell people to. You know. Got really rapey with me. <laughs> he didn't, Bro. but he was close. He wanted to. A week after this podcast goes up, DJ Alex Nepa, DJ Hi Kevin, and DJ Hi Teddy Bear have all been canceled because <laughs> <laughs> they're all super rapey. <laughs> Dude, I actually let's let's stop talking about DJing for a second. Okay. There are no fucking funny movies out anymore. Oh, dude. Uh, like, I, I love comedy. I, like, when I watch a movie, I like to erase my brain. Just, like, yes. give me the stupidest shit you can come up with. And I just want to, like, mm -hmm. sit down and, like, turn into a vegetable. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah. but, like, I think that's because, like, everybody's afraid of being canceled. Nobody wants to write funny shit. Nobody wants to write shocking, funny shit anymore. So it's, like, everything's, like, Ryan Reynolds and The Rock, like, like an action-adventure semi Oh, that was the Lord's fucking national treasure bullshit ripoff i've ever fucking seen i mean these fucking eggs 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 fucking eggs dude Ugh. we, we watched and it even, and i, I was waiting if, to laugh i don't care if anybody hasn't seen it yet the rock the twist at the end is the rock's actually the bad guy you know he was turning heel the whole time yeah everybody fucking knew like and ryan reynolds is a guy that's just too tough to care about his life or whatever getting hung out of that train yeah like i didn't even see the beginning of it but the second i walked in i was like this is booty hole trash like so ugh. i i knew it was like so the rock came in in the very first scene and he's wearing like all black and he's got like this dope like tan fitted leather jacket on i'm like that's a bad guy outfit that's a bad yeah. guy outfit yeah yeah and and that's the thing you got to pay attention to the motifs and to just like the design that you know that every director is supposed to follow yeah. you know which is mean guys wear dark clothing i bet ryan reynolds wore a lot of white t-shirts in that movie you know i don't, I don't know remember yeah. specifically but you know yeah, I, I i don't remember what ryan reynolds was wearing like I, so and i watched another ryan reynolds movie last week too which was like an amazon like original which was like the fuck he's stuck in a video game did you see this but he's like oh is that AI the one where he wears glasses the whole time right yeah he's like an AI yeah, character yeah, yeah. In a video i didn't game. watch it but i know what you're talking about that was a little bit funnier but it's still like like i didn't like i didn't like crack up at all yeah there's there's and then you got Chappelle who's doubling down on the cancellation but he's not making movies he's just doing stand-up right yeah he's just doing the stand-up things man but he is he's literally like leaning into the cancellation but at the end of the day try to cancel dave Chappelle because yeah. the people that love him love him for as racy as he was and for like really trying to test the waters dude he stayed true to that yeah exactly you know he, he took his time off and he was like fuck this i'm like 
way too much in the limelight and disappeared for 12 years and came back on fire. So what do, you, what do you guys watch on like on your like what's your go to like what style of genre of movie? Um, we're Ooh, see, I'm more of a like I like those like psychological thrillers. Like I'm a big like horror movie person. I'm not a huge comedy person, but I am if it's good. Like that yeah. movie when we started watching, I was like, yeah, no, you lost <laughs> me first ten minutes. I was like, yeah. I will not be paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> if it's if it's good. I, I got it, but I'm, I'm more of, I just like thrillers. Like, I really like that, like, what is happening in this entire movie, like, make you think. Yeah, we're, we're a little bit the opposite of, I mean, like, when we watch together. Me, personally, I like to get stoned and just stare at the TV, you know? Yeah. Um, but when we when we do watch together, we definitely like the thought-provoking stuff. I forget. Oh, um, and, and more like those... Um, what was that one uh, show, Clickbait? Did you watch Clickbait, that? Clickbait, dude. Did you see that? Oh. Do, I need to, do I need to watch that? Yes. yes. So that is, it's a uh, one of those limited series that Netflix does. Okay. You're trying to you're trying to figure out who basically the clickbait. Oh shit! I saw that. Yeah. 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 yeah that was, was uh, pretty with, good. With what's his name from Entourage? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 yeah Vinny. Like that's you know? that's what I like. That's yeah, he, he was Thank he was you. killed like in what like the third episode. Yeah. That was that was actually yeah, yeah. really really good. Not but funny you had at no all. idea the whole way really to good. the end. Yeah. Kevin figured it out. Yeah. Right, you yeah. did. Yeah, I, I he figured guessed. it out. He guessed. He was like, "It's it's that one." And I because was like, it's always a person that you would never ever imagine should yeah. even be in the story, and they show them like one too many times, and I'm like, "That's the bitch." I would. Yeah, I've never know? thought that. No, I never guessed that. I, I like. So yeah. I actually thought it was like. So that's the lady in his office. There was the uh, the guy that he worked with. I thought it was yeah, yeah, the other volleyball coach. See, I think right? that's yeah. they wanted you to think yeah. it was the yeah, whole yeah. time. So I, I felt like, for everybody that they wanted me to think it was like there because I changed yeah. my opinion like at every like every other episode. Yep. I was yeah. like, no, it's this person. Yeah. No, it's yeah. the person that the kid's talking to. And then it's some little yeah. Asian girl. Like, yeah. well, it's not yeah. her. It's not <laughs> her. Damn it, who the fuck is left? And then all of a sudden you're like, you know, I may have guessed it like the fifth. If there were 10 episodes, I probably guessed in like the fifth or sixth nope. or fourth or something, you know, somewhere in that middle range. But uh, I yeah, wasn't, that, I well, wasn't. we just, and then we just finished watching Squid Game, um, which I, have you watched that yet? I, I wouldn't mind watching it. Kristen has no yeah. interest. So I'm probably, we were, I just, we were because I won't watch it. Waiting. We, we waited till everybody kept talking about it. The one thing like, is we're not big on like the, the hype, you know? Yeah. So like we, we were late to watch the original tiger King. Um, we haven't watched the new one yet, even though, you know, like at one point that's all we talked about. Yeah. Um, I have no interest in the new one. The first one was great. The first one was amazing, but now I feel like it's too commercialized. So it's, you know, and then, you know, if he catches wind that he's making this, you know, obviously they're making a second one. He's just going to glam it up to no oh, yeah. end. So yeah. I don't really give a shit. If you watch Squid Game, though, you so there's the there's like the dubbed version and then there's. So there's dubbed versus or, subbed, right? Yeah. So watch you it can, subbed. Yeah. So, so you can hear it in yes. Korean and read or you can listen to a bunch of white people try to pretend to be them. And I, I want to go back and watch it that way because I think I'm going to laugh. But especially dude, like if, especially it. if you are taken in some uh, what, mm. what is what's what's your um, weed of choice? Is it edibles? Is it smoking? Yes. Her hers, <laughs> hers is definitely edibles. OK, um, I love personally, I'm I'm very much I have like an oral fixation. So I really like to just actually smoke a joint, you know? Yeah, I've I mean, actually done edibles and smoked like hookah in my house, dude that is because then you get that nice little like yeah. hookah buzz yeah. yeah and you almost feel high for a little bit yeah well um, I, I do feel high because i didn't right, because of the animals you know we're <laughs> like it definitely like it'll like accelerate the the you know to hit that peak yep. you know 
Yeah, yeah, man. And it build um, and it takes care of the oral fixation too. And the oral fixation yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've actually um recently um I've been smoking a lot of like just CBD, so okay. like less than one percent THC, and um that has been great because I actually I used to get like crippling anxiety before events sometimes, um where literally if I didn't like I would just lay in bed like sweating and stressing. Oh, um, so I had to get up in order to make it to the <laughs> event on time, you know, after all my preparation for everything. Yeah. Um, most specifically when I would do it for like really close friends, actually, we did one up in Scranton for a good buddy of mine. And, um, I literally locked myself in the hotel room all day until we had to leave. Teddy's out to breakfast with the girls that, you know, she's met one of them before, you know, she's having a grand old morning and I'm just there like downloading more music than I could ever need in my entire life. Yeah. But, you know, like when when you're close with somebody, it's not like they're just a stranger that hired you because they like you best out of every other option that they saw. Um, but now it's like they're entrusting you because you're the friend that's a yep. DJ and they want you there. But really, they're kind of blindly booking you, you know, like a little bit like they're like, you're my friend. I want you there. Be my DJ. And I just like geeked out and no, every single time, every single time I've, I've like burnt the place down, you know, it was so great, but it's, it's that extra, like me diving into it and becoming a head case. And actually at that wedding, I forgot my like CBD vape pen. So that was even worse. So like, I didn't like normally I just sit there and I suck on the thing like all <laughs> fucking morning. Um, and I didn't have it. So I dude, I feel like you and I are similar. Um, I need to give you a little secret. Um, Please. Underberg. They're like little four ounce bottles of liquor. Okay. I know. Alcoholic talking. I've got a podcast about booze. I'm talking yeah, about yeah. this. No, I'm so number one, they're fantastic for indigestion. If you've had ever had a big meal and your stomach's all like kind of like bubble guts type of thing. Oh, yeah. So really good for that. Oh, yeah. Um, But also like, yeah, just like, I don't know, man. They take the like, I don't, I don't, not every time at a wedding, but if I'm like, feeling a little nervous, feeling a little anxious. I'll, I'll break one out and just, just chug one before, you know? Yeah, man. And, and let's, you know, I used to do that before presentations and stuff like that in yeah. college. You know, you yeah. Public speaking class. Yeah. When you drink a little bit, take a couple shots yeah. beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Just rip it a little bit. Just so you get a little loose on the lips and then yep. just kind of dive into it. It's like my anxiety has gotten a lot better. Um, but again, you know, you take a year off, like that's like, imagine not driving for a year, yeah. which you know, I very, I can totally imagine because it's happened before. Um, but you know, like it's, and then you go back and you literally like your, your head, you're trying to head check. You forget like to use your signal one time. You almost get an act. Like it's just nerve. Dude, even like going away, like something like the collective where you haven't driven for a week and you get back in your car at the airport or something like yeah. that. Like it, it feels a little strange. It does. It feels very like you feel foreign sitting in your own car and yeah. driving, you know? So that's, that's sort of what it felt like coming back to DJing. And, you know, I think that a lot of us, um, you know, some DJs have been extroverted their entire lives. That good for them. I have not. You know, before I when I man, when I was 21, I was like a shell of a human being, just like very shy, hardly outspoken at all. Um, and then through work, I ended up like, you know, just shouting in front of a bunch of strangers. And it worked out for me. And that's kind of what's made me who I am here. It's, but, it's uh, amazing. Oh. Like when you've got that routine, like so you're a DJ, you've got your your comfort zone as a wedding a DJ or you know, even on the club on the microphone, like how different it is. So different, man. Then like yeah. presenting at like a place like, you know, like being a, in an education seminar, like at the collective or like, you know, giving a speech, a best man speech at a wedding or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's different, yeah. man. It's different. 
every scenario is so different. And that definitely took me a little bit to like catch my groove when I was presenting. Now, um, Teddy, do you think you'll ever get into like MC work or are you just like dead set against it? Um, I'm just more, I like to be the assistant. I like to be in the background. I like to be the person you just tell me what you want and want me to do and I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> um, now, I don't know that I'll ever get into weddings. I might get in eventually the more I, I mean, I got to practice for a while and then weddings came back. So I haven't gotten to like be on the DJ board a whole lot. Um, but I'm definitely up for doing more like, like parties, like, you know, eventually if I ever get into doing any like club type stuff, because I like to play more of the clubby type stuff. I'm not a big, I haven't even messed around with wedding type music. Um, I really like everything I have on all of my crates is all like remixes and like, all of that stuff, that's just way more what I'm into. Um, so I don't really know that I would do that great at a wedding, to be quite gotta, honest. Got to throw her on for a set next time in the basement with you. <laughs> I think she, I think she'd be fine just about anywhere because she recognizes the difference between like her her setting. Um, but actually, I did this country club around here um, on Thanksgiving Eve, and I literally, I was just, I was going to ask her. I was like, the next time we do one of these, like you're opening, like just for an hour. She's like, okay. I was nice. like, I literally said to her, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be down for that. And I just like, that. it's it's not for any other reason other than to just, you may as well, because you do fine with like, you know, an opening club set is yep. and like the one of the most humbling times I've ever seen a DJ was when Scooter did that boiler room when he opened yeah. um, at the 2019 collective. Because he literally just, he did exactly what anyone in that position should have done. You just play some chill shit. You set the vibe for the rest of the night. You know, you play stuff out a little bit longer. You don't try and shove shit down people's throats. You know, you don't try and get everybody to jump as they're walking in, getting their first drink for the night while their hair is still wet from the shower. Yep. You know, like you, you do your job. And, and I think that she would be amazing at that. I know she could play the whole night too. And then I just wait until she said she was done. And then we switch laptops, you know? Nice. So, yeah. So that's, that's eventually the goal. So I want, want to start winding down here. I've got just yeah. a couple more questions. Good, man. Um, do you guys still have any drinks left or are you guys finished? I'm still, I still got a little bit left. Okay. Yeah. I, fin uh, I finished mine, sadly. She's, she's slurping. But, uh, so have you guys started like, so you guys are DJs. Kevin's heavy in the wedding side of things. Teddy, you're just kind of dipping in like, you know, you're there. Are you guys doing traditional wedding? Are you guys eloping? What do you guys have a plan? Are you guys still kind of working on that? We are not doing a traditional wedding. Okay. I will jump right in here. We So the fun thing is we, because we get to go to so many weddings together on our drives home, like on our drive, God, I can't even talk anymore. On our drive home, <laughs> we talk about, oh, we're not doing this. This isn't, you know, we want to do that. So we've basically like already planned our wedding months ago. Um, that's why, I don't know. I just never expected this to happen because- yeah we talk about it but i was like yeah it'll happen down the road we have things to figure out that are more important um but we definitely don't want anything traditional we just we see so many things we see right. the downtimes that we don't like you see how the boring dinner times happen and how this happened it's like people are just waiting and i'm like i don't want that i want a massive party i don't care how it has to happen if i have to run out a club Right. Yeah. Yep. I don't care what I have to do. I just want all of our friends, family that matters to be there. And I just want it to be an entire weekend of events. Yep. 
gonna be more than one day. We have to oh, you guys are going like straight out, up Indian but... style wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking parade. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Elephants. Yeah. <laughs> Our biggest thing was we just don't want like the traditional sit down dinner part of things. It's yeah. More of a thing like heavy herbs, yeah. you know. And it's never great. Like it's like I've had wedding food. Like the best wedding food is like fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're cooking for 200 people and like. I'm a, I'm a much bigger fan. Like if you're going like a traditional wedding setting, like the Jersey, Philly, New York style weddings where like people are dancing before dinner starts. Like yeah. Yeah. we're central PA here. Like, and then you guys are probably similar in flow. Like you like there's a cocktail hour and like you could play vibey shit there, but whatever. Then like there's a grand entrance, first dance. Cool. And then and there's dinner. that, then there's a toast. And then there's, you know, the hour long dinner buffet, like, and sometimes yeah, I know you that talked about dismissing tables. Like I never do it over the microphone, but a lot of times the catering companies suck and like, I'm sorry, they don't staff for it. So like, I've got to walk around like a fucking dick bag, like, and which is fine. Like, I don't care. I'll do it. But like, when yeah. you get to those last three tables, everybody's looking at you like you're the fucking scum of the earth. Cause you waited, made them wait so long. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and anyway, I'm sorry. Just, get, like, well, you don't ask there. them to help you introduce people. So why yeah, do I have yeah. to help you? Your fucking hey, hey, job. Can you come over here and play five or six songs while I, um, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Do something else. I'm going to go, you know, smoke a stogie real quick. Yeah, gonna... just hold, you know, just hold my dick while I piss for me. Like, you know, like, no, I'm not, I'm not asking you for any help. And I just, you know, that's. But again, like as the host or MC, you know, it's just, it is like, again, I, I, I won't complain about doing it. Like, but like, I will say like, like these catering companies should hire right and staff and like, do it. Like, this yeah. is not like our job. Yeah. I will never do it over the microphone because nobody pays attention. It makes you look like low rent. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Well, but so, it was just cool. So his friends that we just did this past weekend, the venue they had in Delaware. So they've been in the house since like Wednesday night. So they got to hang out with their bridesmaids and their groomsmen on Wednesday, on Friday. Then their family was there. They got so they got to see all of them and be around them. So when it came to the wedding, like they might have walked around to maybe two tables and spoke to people. Yeah. And after that, they just wanted to party. And we had at least a decent amount, like three and a half hours of dancing. And I was like, that's, if not more, what I want. I don't want to be walking around, talking to people, greeting the tables. Right. It's like they got to do all of that days prior. And I was like, that's what I want. If we have to have a party the day before the wedding and then have a party the day of the wedding, then that's what we're yeah. doing. And well, that's another thing too. Like the people that come out, like leave your wedding early, but come out to the dance floor to tell you that they're leaving early. Like, yeah. bro, fuck like you, bro. Yeah. I'd be fuck like, that. Don't, if it's you're perfectly early, acceptable. Don't Just ghost. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Yeah. Irish goodbye as hard as you can. Yeah. I, if someone tries to do that, we saw someone break the bride yes. out of the dance circle. Yeah, like, no, I've seen it too, man. Yeah, so many times. Bro, I would like you were that important. The shit out of that person. Yeah. Like, oh, like you leaving. Like, hey, I hate to be rude. I'm leaving your wedding. <laughs> but like, like, dude, yeah, just get the fuck out. Just go. Go. Get out. So yeah, man. People are selfish. They and they don't even know it. Go. They don't even realize it. Yeah. So yeah, that that was like. And then I guess last, like any, anything big on the horizon other than like outside of your, like on, on your separate spectrums, Teddy, I don't, I actually never didn't get to ask you, Teddy, do you work another job other than DJing? Cause I didn't, I didn't get to ask that. And I apologize. I do. That's okay. Um, so Monday through Friday, I am actually a medical assistant. Um, I work at a podiatry office. I've been there for five going on six years. Um, and I'm actually the lead in my office. So oh, nice. I do that Monday through Friday and then help with weddings. 
Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And then <laughs> I actually just accepted a position with a wedding planner that we work with. Um, her name is Taryn Blake. She's amazing. Um, so I will now be doing some wedding coordination um, next year as well as working with Clock and still working my full-time job. I've got three jobs. Yes. And do you so, know that like planning a wedding is like a fourth job too? Bro, we're going to get married in 2025. We don't fucking okay. care. Like, we're not worried about it. We're going to have to send out like save the dates. Like we're like, I was like, do we like send them out like two years in advance since all of our friends are DJs? Is that like how this works? You know? <laughs> yeah. You definitely need like two years. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just it. Like that's fine I, me. <laughs> I could have, you know, we could have gone home for Christmas, going to like my family for Christmas and done it there. But we, I decided that we were going <laughs> to do it with the DJ family because when she talks to them, when she's surrounded by like those, because we go and we visit, you know, obviously we came out, we hung out with you, you know, I brought her and she brought all her friends. Um, so she loved meeting you. And that's the shit she talks about, you know, like she, we went and we've hung out with DJ demand a lot. She's, you know, met Spinelli before, obviously. And, and just like any time that we're on Twitch, like people like her way more than they like me, yeah, you know? And, and I just like, I love that she's, because I, you know how hard it is to find somebody that just meshes with this lifestyle, man. Yeah. It's not easy. Dude, it's and, tough. It's tough. And you literally, you have to vet every person that you bring into your life to see if they can hang. And yeah. she didn't just hang, but she was thriving throughout it all. So it's like, that's where we're going to do it. Everybody's going to be stoked out of their mind, not only to just meet her, but then to see that we did that in their presence and everything, you know, and it just feels like we got so taken care of and... So, yeah, you know, that's, I mean, honestly, our wedding is probably going to be more DJs than family, <laughs> you know, so, dope, yeah. Guys. yeah, so let us know where we could follow you. Um, let it, let my listeners know. Um, I am at DJ. Hi, Kevin. That's DJ H I K E V I N pretty much everywhere. Um, and I'm mostly Instagram. Yep. Um, and Teddy's. Uh, my Instagram is at Teddy Joe Price, which is just my full name. Um, yep. And then Teddy Price on Facebook. And yep. then hi, Teddy Bear on Twitch. Yes. Nice. And we're, we're making a comeback with Twitch very hey, soon. Um, you got to let me know when you're on. I'll, uh, I'm going to pop in. Dude, yeah, Definitely. absolutely. Man. We have fun. We have we, fun. That's the thing is we just have so much fun. And it's, you know, there's no limitations to what you're going to hear um you know we are we're very vocal when it comes to that stuff as far as like you know uh talking to the whole chat room and and it's kind of like that becomes just as important as you know djing so yeah. yeah yeah we play great jams you know we try and drop bangers and bombs and and you know funny shit at the same time but really it's uh we love twitch because we get to meet people interact with people and uh you know just i don't know we could sometimes like dj for eight hours you know and Dude. i just get wasted Wow. So it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could drink for eight hours. God bless you. I didn't think I could either, man. It takes years off your life, but it's fun as shit. <laughs> well, guys, I want to thank you so much. This podcast will be going live. I promise you that. I hope thank I you. hit record, although I'm pretty sure I, I see did. it recording. I see it. The oh, do you see it? And the voice said, this voice is now recording. Anyway, yes. guys, thank you so much. Kev, looking forward to having you back at the basement. Hopefully we can get Very a exciting. high teddy bear set in there, too. Thank and you, yeah, look you. forward to seeing you guys for years to come. Thank you. Thank you for having us, man. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.